Hey guys, welcome to the Potchpreneur Podcast. It's Tyler Dietring, and one, everybody's favorite. Everybody loves him. You're coming here for him. It's Nick Burns. How are you doing, my man? These intros get better and mm. better. I love it. I, I'm doing great, man. I just got my hair cut. Uh, some, some may say I got my ears lowered, mm. and uh, so feeling like a million bucks today. Man. Have you been to a birthday party lately? Uh, I have actually been to a birthday party. You know, here my recently. my son had a birthday party this last weekend, mm. and I felt so bad for the little guy because <laughs> there's 25 people there, and everybody starts breaking out in song, singing him happy birthday. Has anybody in the world figured out what to do when you're being sung to happy birthday? What are you supposed uh, to do? I mean, I wish you guys could see my face, but it's kind of like a... I, uh, I have no idea. Uh, I feel so <laughs> bad for him. I'm like, buddy... You're just gonna have to just just, just pick, tolerate it. Just pick somebody. The presents are coming. Yeah, the presents are coming. Just, <laughs> just, just ride it out, buddy. Not to mention the deviance that happened after that. Oh, but maybe gosh. we'll talk about that. Yeah, someone time. took the pinata and decapitated <laughs> it before he got a chance to whack it. So. Oh man, uh, man, I'm so excited to be here and to be doing this recap. Like mm. this was just fire, just shooting fire from the start. Like, oh man, the intro. We came in hot on the intro. Chris comes in hot when he starts talking it just it just flowed so well yeah like there's no question he will be back on the podcast Absolutely. i'd say it's just like a every six month thing let's just get him on well you know he mentioned in there that his leadership superpower was infusing confidence in others uh -huh. and i cannot deny the fact that when that guy shows up in the room he does bring something out of you yeah. i mean you and i were sitting up a little taller we're talking yeah. with a little bit more authority yeah, my chest voice. was pushed out i mean a he bit. brings that out he of was coming you know and uh, uh, you know, something, uh, we talked about this with Alina as well. Um, you know, passion induces passion, right? Like people are able to kind of grab on whenever someone's passionate about something, mm. you can feel that you can, you can feel it in your bones when there's that much passion. Yeah. yeah. And I had a couple calls from guys after they listened to the podcast and they're like, man, I, who is this yeah, guy? Who is this yeah. guy? What's his email? I want to, <laughs> I want to get in touch with him. It's like, yeah, yeah, there's, there's no question. He's going to be successful as a yeah. business coach and Absolutely. leader. Yeah. Well, awesome. one, one of my favorite things here and that we've talked about several times, even before this is win stacking. Mm. And he tells a story about, uh, about the frog, right? If you got to eat frog, eat it first thing in the morning. If you got to eat two, eat the big one first. Mm. And the principle is if you've got something to do that day, if you've got some big thing, some big hairy audacious goal to get accomplished that day, go knock that sucker out. Yeah. And it's not even necessarily, maybe not a goal. It's like, we have a problem. Yeah. It's a problem. Um, I've got to eat a frog today mm -hmm. and this is going to suck, but I'm going to do it first thing in the morning Yeah, before everything else. Because if you don't, that frog is going to be weighing heavy on you absolutely throughout the day. Yeah. So if you were to if you were to get that frog and you know take care of the problem first thing, how much better would you be? How much more focused would you be throughout the day? And I've noticed that in, in my habits is whenever I deal with the hard stuff first, the rest of the day, it's easy, you know? Yeah. You know, uh kind of adding on to that, um, you know, Chris was a big guy uh, to talk about outside of the what we call the phase two area of the day which is your dollar making hours mm. what you do for a living what now let's let's continue this win stacking concept what are you doing before you get to the office or before you get to wherever you work to start the momentum of the day right he talks about the routines and the things that you're consuming every day to set your focus mm. what are you doing before what are the wins that you're accomplishing before you get to the office yeah are you I asking that, me or that's rhetorical? well yeah i guess kind of just a rhetorical yeah. question but i mean I what agree. a great question to ask yourself yeah. right 
Yeah, it's super good. And um, it, I think it's like intentionality. It's yeah. if you just wake up with no plan, mm-hmm. it's not, you're not going to eat that frog first thing in the morning if you are not planning to do it. Yeah. So take five minutes before you go to sleep mm-hmm. and just know what you're going to do the next morning. Just yeah. be prepared, like be ready for it or wake up a little early and plan what you're going to do that day. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the intentionality, you don't have the focus on those things, then just not going to happen. Or if it does, it, it's not going to be, may not be at a certain time. Yeah. Well, that, that kind of leads us into stewardship, right? We've all got responsibilities, um, opportunities, challenges that we are facing and are we stewarding those things well? And Chris is a big, uh, big advocate of, um, increase follows stewardship. So are we stewarding what we've got, um, opportunities in? Yeah. I think this gets back to, um, the wind stacking, you know, are you a good steward of what you provided? You know, um, we're all provided opportunities every day. So are you a good steward of those opportunities? Cause we all have thousands of choices every single day. You either have like, are you going to be proactive or reactive? Are you going to allow the problems to come to you? Or are you going to chase those out and you're going to take care of them mm-hmm. before they become problems? Yeah. And I, I million percent agree. Is it million percent? Is that real? I mean, you could say that. Yeah. million percent that stewardship does follow increase. I love that so much. What, uh, Tyler, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but he had talked about starting these little companies. We called them as he was, uh, as he was still an employee and now kind of hindsight 2020 that, uh, those little companies, those opportunities he had, he took ownership of yeah. and that prepared him for where yeah. he's at today. You know, I, I see some parallels in my life. Um, because you know, whenever I was a police officer, um, you may not, did you know that Nick? I was a police officer. I did know that you okay. were a police officer, but I bet a lot of the listeners, they may not, know that. they may not. Um, so I was a police officer and were you a police officer or were you a cop? Uh, and what I'm just, I'm going <laughs> to pass on that. I don't know. I don't know the difference. I was, have you seen super troopers? I have seen super okay. troopers. Very similar. Okay. Um, so <laughs> one of the, uh, you know, one of the things, one of my goals was I'm going to start the canine unit. I'm going to start this unit. And at the time it, it wasn't there. And man, I pushed for it. I pushed, I, I did everything I possibly could to get there. And then finally we start the unit and it was almost like I had my own, cause I was the only person in the unit. So I had this dog that I was, um, training and doing all these things. I had my own hours different than the other officers. Like I almost had my own business within the bigger, I know that sounds weird, but no, I was yeah, starting you something. You took ownership of yeah. that, right? And that, and that has since prepared you yeah. for where you're at today. Yeah. And it's the same at my previous company. Um, no names shall be named here, but I was, um, you know, I was a project manager and I started going out and looking for my own work. Like I didn't, I didn't have a full workload. So I said, I'm going to go find some work. And I even got like told, Hey, we don't want you doing that very much, which didn't stop me. It just made me kind of upset and salty. But like I considered, even whenever I was employee at my previous company in construction, I considered myself like kind of doing my own thing and running my own, um, quote business. And so I definitely see some parallels there, but you know, Chris, Chris was doing the same thing. He was, um, he was in ministry, but he was leading teams. He was creating these new programs and ministries. And he was very much starting his own companies within the, um, you know, the ministry or the church or whatever he, wherever he was at, Mm -hmm. but he was definitely preparing himself for the things to come. And he didn't even know it. Yeah. I think that's kind of the beauty of it 
is um, he didn't know really what was in his future, but uh, little did he know that those things that he was doing was preparing him for great entrepreneurship. Yeah. And and another thing that we talked about that ties right in with this is that he was kind of a natural leader right from the jump. He talked about his sports background and he had noticed that his team was, he had, I think he said he had a lot of dudes, they had a lot of great athletes, but they needed somebody to lead them to victory. And he was like, I might as well just be that guy instead of trying to find somebody else. Yeah. I think, I think you mentioned, you know, I had a lot of great leaders as coaches, which Mm -hmm. I mean, every athlete's probably had a really good leader as a coach. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's been thousands of players who have had that same leader as a coach, but that doesn't necessarily make them a great leader. Right. There's something else inside of that person that kind of just, um, there's a spark in him that, and the fire was lit. That's like, Hey, I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to take ownership. I'm going to take authority and I'm going to, um, I'm going to lead the team. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it, that's not a required thing. No one came up to Chris or any athlete and says, Hey, yeah. we want you to lead the team. And if they do, that's probably not the right way to find yeah. a leader. Um, but he took it upon himself and, and that that's really a quality that's essential for yeah. entrepreneurship. I think. Well, he, he talked a lot about building teams and uh, sports is a great example, right? Building teams, people that work together. But whenever you're building a team, you have to set some standard of operation. There mm. has to be a standard of operation. And one thing that I love that Chris has preached over and over and over is that there is a standard in every single part of your life, personal and professional. And and the kicker is that that is either by default or by design. Mm. And and you get to you get to answer that question, right? Are you living your life in every single area by default or mm. design? Yeah. That's powerful. It's good. I think it goes back to uh, the intentionality and the focus. It's like, what are you focused on? What are your goals? Um, you know, setting a five-year goal and then working backwards and looking at the habits that you need in place to reach those goals. You know, what are those things? And, yeah. you know, he is thinking of those things. He's every single day, he's coaching guys to tackle those small things. You know, one of the things he was talking about was uh, his first coaching um, client was called him and said, Hey, um, I just need you to keep me accountable mm-hmm. to do the things I know I need to do. So it's like, he's not doing anything crazy. It's just so few people actually do the things, the simple things it takes yep. to be super successful. Yeah. And you know, another piece on that um, is that a lot of people know what they need to do. And he, Chris mentions a lot too about the seemingly insignificant first step, mm. right? It's all about compounding. It's compounding your growth over time. Yeah. You're not going to wake up tomorrow and start a million dollar a month business. No. That's going to take time, right? So what yeah. is the seemingly meaningful, insignificant, or sorry, the seemingly insignificant first step that yeah. you need to take today? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this a lot. It's like even just, just starting your day, planning your day, what are you going to do this day? And I know this is something you do a lot. You make a list and and we'll sit down and we'll talk about, okay, what are the actual priorities? These are all the things that need to be done, mm-hmm. but what's the priority? You know, that's, that's a great first thing to do. Yeah. Um, you know, and another great thing to do every single day is, um, how are you building your business? Think of one way you can build your business every single day. And these are things that you and I have talked about. It's like, these are small habits that people are not doing consistently. Mm-hmm. And we believe that we're not going to get a win every day, but over time we're stacking those small wins and we're going to have huge wins in the long run. Absolutely. You, you mentioned focus earlier. And I think that this focus topic is so important 
And one of the things that Chris noted was that distractions kill authority. Have we ever talked about focus? We have talked about focus, actually. I think mm. that that was our first episode. Oh, my gosh. It? Go check it out. If that you was, haven't watched that the very first episode. The, that was before the song, the intro song. And it was, yeah. There was no intro song. Little there. baby little baby Tyler and baby Nick, <laughs> 17 episodes ago. Go, go check wow. that out. Check very that first out. episode. But distractions kill authority because what we focus on activates our authority. Now, it activates the authority, but it also gives authority to those things that we focus on. Mm. So what are the potential? I think I mentioned this on Alina's episode, and I posed it as a question, but what is the lateral movement in our lives that's that's soaking up the focus that we are able to Mm. give that is now giving authority to these external things in life. What could those be? Yeah. What are we allowing into our life? Like being intentional and thinking about the things that we're consuming, the social media, the TV, the, um, the Netflix and chill. It's like those things matter. You know, you spend two and a half hours watching TV at night, but couldn't you shave off an hour of that? Mm -hmm. And maybe you could read a leadership book or you could, focus on um, building that dream that you've been wanting to do. Yeah. Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you want to start a company. Maybe like taking those things and just saying, um, I'm drawing a line in the sand and I'm not going to allow myself to waste my life away watching stupid, trashy TV. I'm going to shave off some time and I'm going to say, this is it. I'm going to spend some time chasing after my dreams. Yeah. And, you know, I think that question of what are the distractions in my life, that can be a difficult question to think about and ask yourself, right? Because I think a lot of times there's distractions in our life, but maybe we don't realize that they're there. And so you would pose this question to Chris, and he's, he, he mentioned the six Fs, which are family, faith, fun, fitness, finances, and friends. And he says, if it does not fall in line with those six Fs, it's probably a distraction. Mm. Yeah, I think that's interesting. And you know, he mentioned that one of the, I mean, work didn't fall into that, but I think obviously work is kind of a, um, uh, he doesn't need to mention it, but it's distractions are really tough. It's really tough to know what is a distraction and what's not because it takes a tremendous amount of self-awareness, and, right? And on the outside looking in, um, you could look, busyness could be a distraction. Yeah. You could just be constantly doing stuff, mm-hmm. but that stuff may not actually matter. Yeah. Are you busy? Or are you being productive? Productive. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a difference. Yeah. You know, well, and you know, thinking back again, keep this thing keeps coming back to focus for me. Um, whenever you're focused on something, you, you are able to be proactive mm. and when you're out of focus, you're going to be innately pushed into a reactive state. Mm. So are we proactive? Or are we reactive? Mm. Are we focused? Or are we not focused? I love that. I think that's really like the foundation of um, leadership is we are hunting for problems. We are hunting. We are, we are not going to allow, um, things to solve themselves. We are going to solve problems. We're going to figure out where we need to improve, where we need our team to improve. And we're going to look for every way to push the team further Mm -hmm. and to push the team forward. Yeah. Um, another piece here, and I don't know if this may be the last piece, cause we could just keep going. We could just keep going on this stuff. But another thought here, I wanted to share with you to see what your thoughts are on it. Um, he'd mentioned that usually people don't know what the full vision is for their life right out of the gates, right? It takes time to form that vision. And we talked a, a 
couple episodes back about A type, B type, and C type goals. So we're thinking about the vision for our life as a C type goal. It's things that we've probably never attained before. Um, and my thought is here that um, that we got we have to set goals that we don't know how to accomplish. We don't know how we're going to get there. And I think that the first step to getting there or one of the first steps to getting there is taking ownership and doing the best that we can do at whatever our responsibilities are today. Mm. What do you think about that? Yeah. I, I was having this discussion with um, another entrepreneur who is having an issue with an employee and you know, that employee has aspirations of doing more, but right now that employee is, has very small amount of responsibility. Um, but that employee and their brains are thinking, they're not taking the small of small amount of responsibility seriously. And what's difficult is as a leader, if you see somebody doing that, it's hard to imagine them being able to take responsibility when there's actually a lot of things on their plate. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like you kind of have to, uh, wherever you're at in life, you have to do well in everything. Yeah. And I think that goes back to the stewardship. It's, um, are you doing everything you possibly can with what you've been given? Absolutely, man. I don't know if you want to hit on any of these other topics here. Th- those were the main key pieces that we really loved. Um, we could just, I'm telling you, we could just keep going. We could go on in circles. Was uh, there any other pieces that you wanted to hit on here? I know that those I mean, were a lot of my favorites. Can we just replay it and just let the people listen to it? They don't <laughs> want to hear us. They want to hear it. Go back. I, and I'm also, I'm a big advocate. Go back and read, listen to stuff. Mm. Don't just read a book one time and then move on to the next one. Did you really understand that? Yeah, put put our podcast keep, on repeat. Get keep listening up. to it. Keep listening to it. If you find a killer book that's really applicable for your life, read that sucker 12 well, times in a if row. If it's if it's a good book and you can see my books behind me now. I've got got a nice little bookshelf. We'll have a picture in the in the we uh, will. I think we'll have a picture. We are going to have a, a thumbnail. They'll see that. A they'll see the haircut, Nick. They're going to see it. Man, I can't wait for people to <laughs> can't wait for the comments. Uh, oh, you, yeah. you are engaged though. So, um, off the market, off the market. Yeah. What were we talking about? Um, I think we were talking about your lack of hair and my mm. beautiful haircut or is, was that speaking of focus, uh, I've just lost my focus, lost your focus. Um, this is this beautiful haircut that I just got haircut. today, man? I just, <laughs> it was, it was awesome. Um, I'm super thankful he was there. I, I feel like I needed to pay him for a coaching call. Oh man, I'm telling you. Even though he was in person, so I'm sure a one-on-one is more expensive than a call. So uh, I don't know if I'm going to be getting an invoice from him or <laughs> something. Uh, you know what's interesting is he's. Uh, this is kind of something we talked about off the air. Is he's done so well that now he has what five coaches under him, or uh, or was it? I, I don't know how many okay. it is, but he's got yeah, several. He's got several guys who are now under him, under the same name who are preaching, not preaching, but um, pushing the same habits and um, basically doing the same thing on the same track yeah. because Chris is um, Stan- obviously- Standard, we may call it the standard. Yeah. Chris is obviously uh, very good at what he does and now he's got a full load. Like he he doesn't have time to yeah. take a lot of more clients, but he has uh, diversified. He's empowered others to, which is one of kind of his superpowers was he- um, infuses confidence in people, but he is, uh, you know, delegated to other people to also start leading, which mm-hmm. I just think is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that definitely poses a, a tough issue because everybody wants Chris. Oh, everybody wants Chris. Everybody wants yeah. Chris. And, and, but they can't have, him. but I know. And if Chris is, you know, 
I would I would be super interested to hear Chris's message versus his guy's message. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. so similar because just knowing Chris, I'm sure Chris is coaching his sure. employees. Yeah. And if those guys are getting coached by him, yeah. I have no doubt those guys are just killer. Yeah. You know. Well, and and I guess everybody's kind of got their own flavor that oh, they absolutely. like, right? Yeah. So like you somebody may really love how Chris presents the yeah. message and somebody else may love a little bit more how somebody else coaches yeah, that message. But uh, I, I agree though. Everybody wants Chris, and man, yeah. he, that's that's not, not everybody can have him. Not everybody you know? can have him. Not everybody can have him. You got to pay the premium for that's that. Right. That's right. <laughs> man, thank you guys so much for listening. This is uh, this was one of my favorites, and um, man, I'm excited to have him back. And we're gonna have to get him in office again because you can just feel that energy. Mm. But uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. This was another episode of the Podchmaner Podcast, and we will talk to you later.